Blog Talk Radio. After Dr. The Original, and yes, the poetess is back, and I'm refreshed, and I'm ready to rock this poetry and music for you, so we are in store for a lovely night, and it is open mic, so if you want to get on my mic and bless it, please dial 347-826-9842. Again, that number is 347-826-9842. Open mic is only on the second and fourth Friday of the month, so dig in while you can. All right, so we're going to kick this off, off the break. We're going to go ahead and go with some poetry. And the poet that's stepping up to the mic tonight will be Judah. As soon as I can get Judah to come up on my switchboard. Okay, let's see here. Okay, Judah, and this one is titled Rivers of Mercy. Bible in my chest, bury me with pictures of my kinfolk, that way my rest will be relative. And even if I should perish in foreign land, shall it be said that you the one rest with the Father? Cause I'm on the bathe in the game. Swim 
hold up the now, baptize me in the joy to make wise Morocco. Mercy must be the language wherever I go. Cause hello, thank when goodbye look the same in every language. Smiles convey the same thing in every place, but because I believe in the second coming of Jesus. And that Babylon must burn in that. Rome is ungodly and America is unjust. I could be labeled a terrorist by my government because Bin Laden believes the same thing. Sometimes you gotta go beyond what you are taught because you can't use subtraction for long division. And I can't use your tradition for where I'm going because I want to be that tree planted by many rivers. But you want me stuck in your bad land. In my younger days, I would have willingly been your crusader. Now I know those were bad men. And you can call me Anakin or Darth Vader if it makes you feel better, but I'ma bring violence back to the force of violence cannot have it. Peace will inhabit the meek, shall inherit the earth. We've heard it preached, but rarely practiced. I'll leave the books to the scholars, the gospel of God, living the men. Cause they'll keep writing. And God will forever be good news, and men will continue on the gift of life. But what we do with it, what we do with it was between us and God. And the scholars will record it. But as for me, I wanna bathe in the Ganges with little Indian men who dog like me. Swim the Euphrates with little Arab men whose eyes still wonder like mine. Baptize me in the Jordan with men who pray like me. Make me I do Morocco, cause before I come back to the West, I just wanna be clean. But if I should perish in foreign lands, know that I've committed my soul to God. And my body to the hands of men. Bury me with no book of scripture, for the word of God is better than the epistle of my heart. Only bury me with pictures of my kinfolk, that way my rest will be relative. And like the kings of old, tell my sons that I rest with my fathers. Tell my sons that I rest with my fathers when I go.
see all the time. Wow, I really love that song. You're tuned in to Poetry After Dark, the original, and I'm your host, the poetess. We have about an hour and 48 minutes left in the show of poetry and music, and yes, tonight is open mic night. So if you would like to get on the mic, you can dial 347-826-9842. All right, the next forward to stepping up to the mic tonight is the professor, and I forgive you. I forgive you. My first thoughts of you were just incoherent yelling with mom holding a knife to your throat saying, give me your wallet, I'm going shopping. You see, she had just caught you cheating because she could smell the scent of the woman on the breath you were breathing. I forgive you. And I only remember you coming around about twice every year on birthdays and Christmas and I would always hear you and mom arguing because of her fear that we wouldn't have any school clothes come next year and... Sometimes she wouldn't pay rent in order for us to eat, but she would always swear that you would come around more often next year. I forgive you. But it seems like next year would never come. But I never gave up on you, and boy, did I feel dumb. Waited around so long for you sometimes, and my butt got numb. Waiting for you to be a father to your number two, son. But you missed my first step, Dad. You missed my first A, Dad. You missed my first home run, Dad. You missed my first crush, Dad. And so when you got drunk and broke your back in that car crash, I was glad. But I didn't realize what was in your back. I forgive you. You see, God, he broke your back so he could break you down, slow you down so you can look around and see that the only one of your children to visit you in the hospital was me. And even years later, I helped get you out of Hawaii when a pain in your back almost made you OD on morphine, but you were so jacked up then you probably didn't even realize it was me. I forgive you. I opened up my house to you, even though you were incontinent. And uh, I'm glad I was dedicated to helping you before I knew what incontinent meant, because for those who don't know, it means you can't control your blood or your bowel movements. And so, look, I worked diligently to find you a place to stay that treated you better than okay, but I still must say that I am sure... I changed your diaper more than you did mine back in the day. I forgive you. But now I understand that alcohol served as a crutch for you. To help you forget all the killing that you had to do. In the Vietnam War to protect the red, white, and blue. Man, they make movies about how jacked up that war was, and all of it is true. And what could you do? Instead of dig your foxhole and watch all your friends die around you? And pray to God that Charlie didn't get through? I forgive you. And I also understand that for a man, it is hard to admit. When it's time to walk away and quit, realize that being a father, you are not equipped, and so you walked away and begged God to handle it. I just wish you would have begged a little bit harder and let God help you through it. I forgive you. But for a long time, I thought it was better than you in my own mind. You see, I thought I would never be a bad father nor commit the crime of cheating on my wife, but it's funny how you find how the apple... It doesn't fall very far from the tree, you see? Because I was abusive to my first son and committed the crime of adultery, but God, he had mercy on me and my family. And he picked me up and he dusted off all the arrogance of me. And he helped me realize that I'm not holy, but holy a human being who's not better than anyone, especially my daddy. And so I forgive you because God forgave me.
Maxwell, it's full of tears. And you're tuned in to Poetry After Dark, the original. The next fold up to the mic, Ioka, and this is Solitary Girl. I know you. You're a solitary girl. I heard you screaming when your back was against the wall. Your voice is stronger than you know. It's the power of the sun that you fear, busting your head against that stone wall, making your mind a prison, making your feet a victim of cinder blocks and brick, causing you to doubt steps your foot hasn't even taken yet. You think your foot needs time to bolt the front door, preventing the demons from getting in? I know you. You're lost in the darkness, but your journey is just getting started. I know you, solitary girl. I heard you screaming when your back was against the wall. Your voice is stronger than you know. You ran blindfolded when your eyesight was not correct. You hallucinated and tripped on your regrets, but crossroads do not appear out of thin air in order to hinder your path to freedom. And roadblocks are not pit stops on delusions feeding emotional diversion. And paths are not solidified on the back roads of indecision. And a fucked up mistake or a twist of fate should not bend your soul off track towards a capital punishment of mental crucifixion, for you are not on death row. Body will survive. Soul will revive, wounds will heal, and spirit shall break out of its self-subjected sentence of solitary confinement the moment you make your life yours. Your birth was not a mistake. You can't keep covering up your bruises, scars, and pain with caked-on foundation, blood-red lipstick, a back and a neck brace there to keep your back straight and your head held high. You've got to stand your ground, plant your soul in the same soil you planted your feet. You've got to stand your ground, bury your doubts in the same soil you lost your belief, uproot the dreams that still sleep. Build a fortress around the ground that you are determined to keep, and you will never be afraid to scream out to stop. And you will remember the price of your worth, and you will recall you've been strong birth and you won't have to run with blind luck on your back and you won't have to find your blindfold is intact and you won't have to hear your voice crack from the dust that gets stuck in your lungs when you run and you won't have to fall if you hit that brick wall and you won't have to stumble in the gaps of your fears and you won't have to drown in your puddles of tears and you won't have to feel that it was all your fault and you won't feel a need to keep blaming yourself and you won't take him back if he says never hit you again and you won't give in if you're tempted to believe him and this time it is your decision this time things will be different and you will take back the night and you will take back the night you will take back the night and choose to live with this son and you won't have to hear your voice crack from the dust that gets stuck in your lungs when you run I know you, solitary girl, and your voice, your voice is stronger than you know.
My name is Ashley. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I was just skimming through blogtalkradio.com one night, trying to find some more open mics I could get into, listen to, and I discovered the show. Great, great. So um, what you got for us tonight? Um, I'm going to read a poem that I wrote called DVD Rental. All right. Go for it. Okay. Why must you be the way you are? Feels like I'm just a rental. Kind of like you went to the red box. Keep wanting me over and over again, just like your favorite movie. Love to have it around for your enjoyment. Seen it so many times, know everything about it. Over the years, keep going back for the same one, but never committing to have it in your own, your home forever. Why must you love it so much, but only want it around when it's convenient for you? 
maybe because you think it will keep it will get old and boring, just remember the reasons you fell in love with it in the first place and remember you find something new each time that you never noticed. Why keep winning just to get another man's scratches? Only having to fix it each time, just commit. Bring it in your home, then it will be good to you. Always play or be there for you. Only you will know where the damage comes from, plus the extras that come with bringing the original home. No other movies can compare to your favorite, and only you will have this one copy, and all the extras only you can enjoy. So stop renting and commit to the one and only that will and can be yours. The ball is in your court. So how will you spend your time and effort? And that's it. That was nice. I like the message. I'm digging that for real. Thank you. I felt it was the whole concept. I can go both ways in the gender, male and females. We keep going back to the same person, but never committing to the person you know you should be with. Amen. She got to go. <laughs> um, do you have your poetry on the Internet or anything posted that you would like to share? Um, Right now I'm slowly starting to get it on Facebook. Um you can find me there under Ashley. My last name is Hines, H-I-N-E-S. And there's a picture of me on there as well. And it's in Louisville, Kentucky. There's not too many there. And if anybody wants to write me, um, I was going to say, you can also find me through my email on there as well. It's Ashley's Music, the number eight, the number four, at yahoo.com. All right, that's what's up. I'm going to definitely get up with you on Facebook. Thank you so much for calling in. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so um, Ashley's going to set the bar pretty high. So, yeah, if you game 347-826-9842. We'll be right back. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? This is DJ DZD on the ones and twos. And when I'm sitting back relaxing on a Tuesday or a Friday, I get on my computer. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash the poetess. The angelic poetess me. And I sit back and listen to the soothing sounds of good old school and a little bit of new school R&B. That sets the mood just right for all the dynamic, dynamic fantastic, fantastic, and out-of-sight poetry out that sounds the mind, body, and soul on the late night tip from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. That's where you'll find me. So tune in. Her show is definitely a show you don't want to miss. You dig? Let's go. When I'm still sitting back and I'm sitting on my ass while I listen to G and And with the porch is what I need, satisfaction guarantee. While I listen to G and Because she's a queen of poetry, y'all talk radio where she be, and her name is. Tuesday and Friday's where it's at, and she's on the late night track, and her name is. D and and still sometimes my eyes they wander as I wonder where this woman was birthed This black mother of earth somehow was blessed with a curse Her two breasts 
with my nurse so I know she feels hurt when we stare at her chest trying to see through her shirt my eyes they wander as I wonder what is under her skirt so-called hip-hop videos diminish her worth and what makes matters worse is I see my brothers in church about to do a head jerk and who's to blame the black god has been done wrong since Willie Lynch spit that nonsense on how to break down and tarnish the strongest of silver sisters submissive to overseers sucking her breast until it's dry now my eye loves brown skin model type tall slim with a little kid grin and a dimple in her chin and who's to blame who's to blame there's nothing more beautiful than a beautiful black woman and I appreciate the beauty and the art of being beautiful but who's to blame for when my eyes wander and when my mind wonders what she's working with I say Blame the sexploitation of a goddess. I said blame the sexploitation of a goddess. We got 10-year-old girls being viewed as sex objects. Let's blame bikini contests, wet t-shirts and harlots. Let's blame massage parlors and blame baby fathers leaving sisters self-conscious. Watching other women with small stomachs, D-cups and cute onions and videos fronting like they truly existed. Wow, dude got it twisted, ready to leave wifey for a bitty hoe. Ready to leave wifey for a bitty hoe. On some ever since the baby, yo, she ain't been pretty though. And who's to blame? And who's to blame for my wandering eye that often falls on a thigh if her skirt is so high that the whole of her thigh can be seen by the blind? Do we blame Mother Nature? Or a scutter who does favors. Do we blame the major player or the captain go saver? But why you acting stranger when I ask your name or your math so I can trace you? You start looking grave like your life is in danger. As if I'm a perpetrator or some crazy psychomaniac serial data. Come on now. Still, I'm looking, wondering, wow. Look how glorious God made her. A wise creator. And what greater gift did God give Adam than that of a companion? So, who's to blame? Goddess has a true heart, true heart, a true heart like Rebecca Dupont. The black, the black goddess is a real sis, a real sis like, like Golden Infamous. Gold. The black, the black goddess, the black goddess stay fly, she stay fly like Olu Butterfly. The black, the black goddess is a strong sister, a strong sister like Jai Hipster. black goddess. The black goddess is love. The black goddess is the truth. The black goddess. Is he clear? The black, the black goddess. Semantics. The black goddess. Sound sour. The black, the black, the black goddess. It's smiley.
speak to myself sometimes And I say, oh my In a lot of ways you're a lucky guy And oh, now all you need is a chance to try And
late Lucifer Vandross with Any Love, and yes, you're tuned into Poetry After Dark, the original. I'm your host, you poetess. The piece I played prior to Luther was MC Water, and that was the Black Goddess. The next poet stepping up to the mic tonight is Amanda Sheedy, an unforgotten child. premature encore, because violence cracks like thunder, interrupting thoughts of the next day, and now, dust in dark corners hold rallies on old photo albums like angels on rooftops, protesting that the rain won't stop falling like the children, the rain won't stop falling like the children, children we can only remember.
<laughs> hey, what's up, fam? It's your man, One Love. When I'm not thumping on Thursdays, you know I'm bumping with my girl, the poetess, the original poetry after dark. You heard me. Get right. Tuesday and Friday nights, 11 p. EST. Only on blogtalkradio.com slash the poetess. When I was 17, my player sister told me that she dated men based on the relationships they had with their mothers. That statement left me dumbfounded like a five-year-old trying to comprehend Marxism. Because before my mother could whisk me away to my first day of school, make me memorize scales on her scarlet oak piano, or teach me the rights, wrongs, facts, fallacies, reasons for love, she died. Your empathy I don't need. I had a grandfather and a grandmother. I was raised well. And even though my grandmother tried to carefully crochet fibers of proper values into my mind, a young black hip-hop team from a city that whites have forgot, that wears his back pockets nod and his beef ain't backwards, finds it hard to relate to a woman who's from an era where blacks can't vote. After football practice one evening, the wings of cancer stripped of her skin before I even had a chance to kiss her cheek goodbye. Your sympathy I don't need, because for the next seven years, I stood on my grandfather's sandpaper shoulders in my quest for manhood. I gutted every predator disguised as peer pressure. I wore responsibility like it was tailored linen. I hunted lions, put their heads on spears. He told me I was the reason that he made it to 79 years. However, when you're 17 years old and you've been robbed of your own personal mother Mary, that moonlight of male female relationships feels kind of scary. Nobody to walk you through those first kisses, those first dates, no female model of comparison. So my girlfriend told me for annoyance drips from the tip of her tongue. Con, there's more to love than romantic poems and delivered roses. I replied, well, if it is, why don't you show me? Better yet, why don't you teach me? Because I'm 28 going on 60 fast and I doubt if I'm allowed to enter my next life without having love's proper meaning firmly in my grasp. And I'm sorry I waited so long, but I just put up enough courage to ask someone to help me. I've been in the forest for 10 years, and I still can't tell the birds from the poison ivy. And my best friend, Kareem, called me last night and told me that the most beautiful things about this woman was that she embodied the morals of his mother. And instead of being happy for my friend, I was jealous. Like a six-year-old forced to stay in the classroom during recess. And the main reason I've had problems admitting this lack of understanding is because it means that I'm not a man yet. Even though I've walked the earth wearing crocodile masks, Teflon skin, father the seed, worked two jobs at a time, red motherfucking spines out they backs. If a man does not know love, he can't call himself a man. So one day, dear, when my mother's tears are trying to pierce through this glass house we call a relationship, and you're looking at me with crimson lines of frustration raining through your eyes, maybe we can pitch a tent in a pecan tree, unlock the book of Corinthians, jar up some fireflies. And you can teach me how to love because I don't want to die not knowing. My name is Khan and my six-year-old stepson asks, why don't I ever hear poetry on the radio? He said, Daddy, I never hear you on the radio. I said, son, first of all, don't believe everything you hear only half of what you see because most of the boys on the radio can't fuck with me. All they got is a record deal, a hack meal, a lease call from whack rhymes, a brainwashed mind, a bottle of wine, four pennies and a dime, a borrowed watch, two minutes of fame on borrowed time. Well, I be in D.C. with Ben Jones sipping off the world because what everyone thinks don't mean shit to me. And me and Omari being in there wide running buffaloes on the Statue of Liberty and my girlfriend's best friend said kind. 
when are you gonna be on that poetry jam? I said, hey, I've been jamming poetry jam to say my first nursery rhyme. But if I got the call, I might do something so raw, they wouldn't even show it. Then Russell played like he did the comedians, sell a million DVDs, and I pay one poet. And then this so-called battle rapper said, I used to write poetry, and that ain't shit. Come to the lounge tonight, and I'll show you a true lyricist. I said, dude, I will eat your ass if you can only my name. So you better chill out before I run your ass on the continent. In fact, how can you continue when you have no real content? Where's your consciousness? Because content's verbally confined them seeds like convicts. And that one good metaphor you got, got you acting way too confident. Because you're a spoken word con artist with no real commitment. You're not consistent. You need to go home working your vows and confidence. And don't be surprised by appearing your conscious. Because con has more sense than common sense. So you need to keep your wags on the bench while con lyrically wins championships. And his boy said, look, cuz, you so sweet, how come you never win slams? I said, unlike you and your man, I don't sell my soul for 30s. I take the hard route, making sure my fingernails stay dirty. So I dig for the passion, the dirt, and the energy that's inside of me. And uh, I pray to God the judges are feeling me. And if they're not, I know there's somebody here that went back home to their wife. Somebody here that changed their life or took a book or hooked his kids or raised the fist or took care of his beard. Found reasons, clear. So to all those who are forced by night, but community activists and healers and teachers by day, fuck the radio, cuz our time is now. Damn, you're tuned into Poetry After Dark, the original, and that was the chosen double play of the night, and his name is Khan. The first piece I played was A Mother's Love, and the second piece that I played was Our Time Is Now. Definitely a hot poet. Check him out. Google him. You should find out where he's at and where you can um, get his CD at. All right, um, the double play tonight for um, the music will be Faith Evans and Eve, and we're going to start off with Love is Blind. Hey yo, I don't even know you and I hate you See, all I know is that my girlfriend used to date you How would you feel if she held you down and raped you? Tried and tried, but she never could escape you She was in love, and I'd ask you how I mean, why? What kind of love from a nigga would black your eye? What kind of love from a nigga every night make you cry? What kind of love from a nigga make you wish he would die? I mean, shit, he bought you things and gave you diamond rings But some things wasn't worth none of the pain that he brings And you stayed, what made you fall for him? That nigga had the power to make you crawl for him I thought you was a doctor, be on call for him Smack you down, cause he said you was too tall for him huh? That wasn't love, baby girl, you was dreaming I could have killed you when you said that he was growing from his love seed blind And it'll take over your mind What you think is love, it's truly not You need to elevate and find Love is blind And it'll take over your mind What you think is love Kill you myself. You played with her like a doll and put her back on the shelf. Wouldn't let her go to school and better herself. She had a baby by your ass and you ain't giving no help, uh huh. Big time hustler, snake motherfucker. One's born every day and every day she was a sucker. How could you beat the mother of 
with your kids. How could you tell her that you love her? Don't give a fuck if she lives. She told me she would leave you. I admit it, she did. But came back, made up a lie about you missing your kids. Sweet kisses. Baby, ain't even know she was your mistress. Had to deal with this fight, this phone call from your bitches. Lost like you possessed her, telling me to mind my business. That it was her life, and stay the fuck out of it. I tried and said, just for him, I keep a ready clip. Love is blind. And it'll take over your mind What you think is love is surely not You need to elevate and find Love is blind And it'll take over your mind What you think is love is surely not You need to elevate and find I don't even know you and I want you dead Don't know the facts, but I saw the blood pour from my head See, I lay down beside her in the hospital bed And about two hours later, doctor said she the next day to come and pay your respect to help the family pray even now down on one knee and let a tear drop and before you had a chance to get up you heard my gun cop praying to me now i ain't god but i'll pretend i ain't thought your life a nigga i'ma bring it to an end and i did clear shots and no regrets never cops coming like me under the jail nigga whatever my bitch fuck that my sister you can never figure out even if i let you live what i love was all about i consider her my blood and it ain't come no thicker Love is blind, and it'll take over your mind. What you think is love is surely not. You need to elevate and find. Love is blind, and it'll take over your mind. What you think is love is surely not. You need to elevate and find. Love is blind, and it'll take over your mind.
but given only to a select few. My voice is deeper as I whisper sweet thoughts, hoping to increase your wetness. With your tight moisture feeling, I plan to stroke you until you are breathless. I don't believe in holding back passion. This anticipation makes me become restless. My masculine thick thighs provide leverage for picking you up for our bumpy ride. This round and firm buttocks catapults powerful thrusts as I stroke you from side to side. Attentive and meticulous, each one of your physical needs will exotically be supplied. The muscles in my back become tighter as I thrust more forceful until you explode. More than 69 ways I plan to satisfy you moving quickly into super freak mode. I stroke harder and become stronger below as I decipher your intricate love barcode. Spanking your rear while pulling your hair. I'll take you to a place on the ninth cloud. In a primacole state, you will be extremely relaxed, unaware of the orgasms allowed. The passion and forceful strength of your climax will be enough to move a crowd. The excitement of skin-to-skin -skin contact is enough to incite passion beyond any porn flicks. I don't like completing foreplay without feather exploration followed by soft, wet licks. Rubbing all over the contours of your delicate body, I maintain erection harder than bricks. From the depths of my soul, an insatiable fire is released with fury to please you, turtle dove. Blessed with massive anatomy, girl, for supreme satisfaction, you will fit like a glove. After our romance ends, I want you to fall asleep in my arms, as that is the way that I love. And that's that piece. All right. Well, you definitely love the party. How they What'd you say? Tell everybody how they can find you, baby. Wait a minute, I was I couldn't hear what you were saying, sweetie. What were you saying? Um, give out your links on how they can contact you and find you. Okay. Um I am uh on Facebook <clears throat> and the uh, only way that they can reach me on Facebook is uh through my email address and my email address is S Riddick one nine oh six at gmail dot com and I'll put it in the room. Again, it's S. Riddick, R-I-D-D-I-C-K, 1906, at gmail.com. And I am also on BTR under the name Bogota Motif also. So those are the two ways that they can reach me. That's what's up, y'all. There you go, ladies. Thank you so much for <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they liked it. <laughs> so glad they liked it. So uh, I guess I'll hang out in the room with everybody and uh, listen to some more fire in the room. Thank you, girl. I appreciate you. Thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. All right, y'all. <laughs> um, we're going to go ahead and play another music selection, and we'll be back with some more poetry.
Wow. Please tell us how we can get out with you if you want Facebook. Please give us a link. Oh, I got a Facebook. I don't know the I don't know the URL, but um, I have um I have a MySpace when I do music and stuff. I put it in the group. It's www.myspace.com backslash Furious Style Seven Seven. That's F U R I O U S S T Y L E S Seven Seven, and that's how you can find me on um. My space, and I'll, I'll put it up in the uh, chat room right now. All right, thank you so much for calling, and that was definitely a great treat. <laughs> All right, no doubt. All right. Peace. Peace. Wow. All right. Um, <laughs> we'll be right back. To be or not to be, that is the question. <laughs> Are you serious? Hey, this your man. Sound off now. For the best in poetry and spoken word, join my fam, the Angelic Poetess. That's every Tuesday and Friday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. On the Blog Talk Radio Network, the best in Internet radio. So join my fam, DAP, DAP, for some of the hottest spoken word artists and poets on the planet. With that special blend of music to soothe you after a long, hard day. Again, that's Tuesdays and Fridays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. for the Angelic Poetess Artist Showcase. I will see you there.
Change the mood a little bit, okay? Gotta get my grown and sexy on. We're changing the mood. You're more sensual than sexual. I can see it in your eyes. The depths of your dead of Atlantis, hypnotic connections, reflections of myself swimming from pupil to pupil, and for the first time in my life, I'll choose to be a pupil, a student. Studying the ocean's natural ripple effects of affections that causes feelings to grow or sink deeper into emotions of seed, but not of sickness. But of breathtaking moments turned into spectacular events with evidence left behind describing monumentous changes in heartfelt situations. Can you see that I want to get lost in the rhythm of your breathing and set sail far away on your exhale? Selling away in many different directions, yet there will be nothing erotic with the erections that are created within our own mental strokes, because you are more sensual than 
It could be 60 degrees with the wind chill makes it feel like 40 and you'll still have me sweating with a fever of 102. Plotting and planning my next move, watching you as you sway, bounce, and move. And even when I can't see you, I still hear you walking in my mind. I have your routine time down to your very last step as you exit exactly the same time that my temperature decreases back to normal and with no goodbyes, yet I can still see it in your eyes. And for what I can deduce, there's nothing too formal in the formalities of the way that we reintroduce ourselves time after time. And this time I'm swimming in your deep red sea, color-coded, mixed in with a rainbow and my purple haze. The sun be setting on the sand beige and every day becomes like a holiday, Christmas, New Year's birthdays with no exasperated expectations of tomorrow. Tomorrow is the future that brings about the present that makes every day feel like a gift. And just like when Al Green sang, for the good times, closing your eyes, you can make believe that we're living just like Tom Cruise in that movie Vanilla Skies, where you can take a casual greeting, turn it into a lifelong joyous meeting, Take a disability and flip it into an ability to take any imperfections and turn them into perfections because now you're looking into my mind, seeing perfect reflections of yourself for why I say that you are more sensual than sexual. Because this here, what I say and do, is poetry. Spoken word from the Most High, seen at levels not by the eye but seen by the mind's eye. It's mental telepathy uh, possibilities given great fantasy. It's graphic pictures, sketched and painted into your membranes of bright colors, high tides, and skylights. And right now, at this very moment, as you are awakened from that hypnosis and come to understand that true meaning of hypnotic connections, you see, at times, these words could have been taken as sex to you all, sexual, but really, I just wrote them as is to be sent to you all. Sensual. You are more sensual than sexual because I can see it in you all. Yeah. Then go. You made a fool of me. Tell me why. That poor girl. Tell me why. Uh, come on. Whoa. Where you're sending me, I try, Lord knows I try to make you happy. Please, you ease your pain, take away your fears, and kiss away your tears. But what do I get? Just tell me, what the hell do I get in return? Grief, heartache, and sorrow, taking away the sparkle in my eyes. You're taking away the brightness in my smile. You're taking away the happiness in my soul, making me want to limit my days of getting old. Why let you keep me down? I'll never know. But the love I have for you, I just can't let go. So I smile every blow. I'm sitting here, just sitting, hoping, waiting, wanting, begging for you to take me in your arms. Caress me, hold me, possess me, take me all the time. Want you? Shit, yeah I do. But I refuse to be torn down by the very man I build up. Yes, I build you up. I build you up so good that every woman wants to come in. Or shall I say, have you come into their temples. Wanting to be a part of you and you of them. Not knowing I already have your heart. 
well, at least all of it that is available. Everyone says it seems like I'm settling, just settling, settling for nothing at all. I say they're just praying for my downfall. I couldn't see that I love this man more than he loved me or ever I love myself. You see, I always put my life on the shelf. I didn't need time, love, or affection. The love I thought I had was my only protection. Protection I need because on your brutal attention is what I feed. But one day I realized that I was being kicked down, beat up, and talked to like I ain't shit. And you know what? I'm really tired of this. This fucked up way of thinking you have. I have bent over backwards for you, hoping one day your words of I love you will finally ring true. But all I ever got was taken for granted. You wanted everyone to think that you were a real man, but being a hoe was the only thing in your plan. But I stayed out of pity for you, or maybe it was for myself. I took your vicious words and fatal blows and still stood by you. Hell, I lied for you. I cried for you. Shit, I damn near died for you. Damn near died for you. My stupid ass almost killed myself for you. (laughs) Can you believe that? I got the paper with a red. A young, black, gifted lady takes her own life in the name of love. For a broke ass, no life, low life, still living with his mama, one of these drug dealing hoes. But one day I woke up. I woke up and smelled the coffee burning. Right then I knew I had to make a change in me. I had to stand up and find myself respect. I had to find the self-worth I was born with. Let's face it, I had to put my own ass in check. Because I was playing like the game changed when really it was the rules that I rearranged. I let you beat me down and take my self-esteem, tarnish my hopes and crush my dreams. See, I believed you when you said I was nothing. I believed you when you said I had nothing to offer. I believed you when you said no one worth having would ever want someone like me, a divorced mother with two different baby daddies. You became the book from which I read my life. You manipulated me into being your wife. Because of me, you wanted complete control. And the day I gave it to you was the day I sold my soul. I told you past hurts and fears, and you used them against me. But for that shit, I take full responsibility. See, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up again and again. I fucked up and let your stupid ass in. I gave you all you needed to destroy me because your self-destructive ways I just couldn't see. But one day I opened my eyes and got a clear picture straight through your disguise. Begin to see you for who you really are and learn that a man can't be defined by his car. You see, this three-carat diamond only shines like a glass, and your campaign to destroy me will never come to pass. Because I no longer need your ring to validate me or my existence. To your fatal words and malice thoughts, I've become resistant. I learned that money doesn't make a marriage and a home can't make a man. Just because you give him a book doesn't mean he'll understand. I decided that when I go out, it's going to be with style. And it won't be for a man that wasn't worth my while. I'm finally standing up as the beautiful black woman that I am. I'm too pretty for this. I'm too smart for this. I'm too good for this shit. I deserve better than this. It's time for me to get mine. I mean, all of mine. Because I refuse to be torn down by the very man I build up. I said, I refuse to be torn down by the very man I build up. So the building stops here. You were never a provider, a leader, or a protector. You were only a liar, a cheater, and a beater. But in the end, you only cheated yourself. And in the end, you have nothing left.
have you on click talk, you on air. Hey, what's up? Hey. How you doing tonight? I am great. How are you? I'm doing all right. I just want to recite one of my uh, poems, if that'd be all right. That's cool. Go ahead. All right. The poem is Winter Time Blues. All right. Here we go. It's winter time, and I feel inside. I feel my cock. My cock's getting blue balls, and I just whip it out, and I... Okay, and I'm not interested in playing any games tonight. And those are the main reasons, guys, why I do not like to open my mic up. And I try to keep it to people I know and give the people the benefit of the doubt. And, you know, they got to act like an ass. But anyway, we're going to bounce back before we really interrupt it. And I'm going to go to a poet named Marsha Carter. And this piece is titled War. So this next poem I'm about to do is really important to me. I want to say it's my favorite, but all of my poems are my favorite depending on the day. But this poem really represents all of us, whether you know God or you don't. Just listen to the words. It's called There's a War Going On. There's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. I knew my friends were not on the same spiritual path as me. I knew they didn't understand what it really means to live life differently. Based on the scriptures written on a sheet, you see. And I knew he, well, he didn't understand God's uncompromised word, for it is more than just storytelling of people living way back in the day. It is a blueprint for how we ought to live today. But I compromised my standards over and over again because he, well, he looked like Denzel Washington. And the one after that looked like Jaiman Hansu, so I said, he'll do. And the third one looked like Eric Benet, so I said, hey, we'll make a way. But see, there is a war going on, and the battle is going on inside of me. You see, my spirit man is battling against this flesh, and I know I need to be on my knees in prayer, but I just can't seem to get enough sleep. And my physical body says, hit the snooze, and my spirit man pleads out. You cannot afford to lose out on what God has in store for you, so get up and pray. There's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. My spirit man is battling against this flesh because he's calling me to be in church during the week. And I just can't get enough of Thursday night must-see TV. He's calling me to commit to just one ministry. And all I can think is, I'm tired. Let me see. Let me go get me something to eat because, see, there's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see, this physical against the spiritual. And my physical says, buy this Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And my spirit man pleads out, please, baby, baby, please, don't you dare pick up another spoon of that macaroni and cheese because my God says has no other gods before him, lowercase g. And that, well, that includes food. But see, there's a war going on. 
And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. I haven't even read the full book of First and Second Kings, but I can tell you who's on the cover of Ebony Jet Essence and People magazine. There's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. My physical versus this spiritual. And my spirit man says, tithe, give 10%. But my physical man says, see, I'm trying to go to Aruba this year, and there's just not enough money to do both. There is a war going on. Thinking I got to compare what they have to what I have. Material things. And I know that my God is not looking at your brand new condo. Your property on the East Coast, your bankroll, your 5,000 square foot home, or your two SUVs with chrome. But this world will have you thinking that it's important, and it's not because, see, there's a war going on. And the battle is going on inside of me, you see. My physical against the spiritual. And I believe it was an old school rap group, Black Sheep, that said it best. They said, you can get with this, or you can get with that. You can get with this, or you can get with that. Oh, y'all remember, you can get with this, or you can get with that. And I think you'll choose Christ because he, because he, because he is where it's at. Make sure. 
Poets, what would you write if you knew that the moment after you recite, there's a 99% chance that you would lose your life? And the only thing that flashes before your eyes is the prose that you chose, plus the bodies that fill the seats and the venues continuing for entertainment through what you expose, and that's despite the fact that you're so nervous that blood starts spouting from your nose and your soul is at stake because you faked your way through two religions in one lifetime, and since this time... The cost of pretending is the price of your life. You're now realizing that going to church every Sunday and wearing a crucifix on your chain is just not enough to cut it when it comes to building that relationship with Christ. Plus, the strike that led you towards Islam doesn't even stand for much because your way of living in the Quran was so out of touch that it is the Muslim community injustice. You were thinking you were their spiritual sibling because you looked at pork and said, no more will I touch this. Plus, Arabic phrases such as Bismillah and Rahman Rahim and Malaykum Salam doesn't exactly make you a pillar in Islam. Cause bean pies plus, black veils plus, bow ties just add up to big lies if you're subtracting Hajj and Ramadan. And your superficiality has caused so much self-harm that you have bad credibility and no spiritual wealth. So in writing this poem, if you do nothing else, take the selfish way out and write something that will save yourself. If you've done it no other time in your life, take the talent that you're blessed with and show self-respect. Instead of wasting your time on the mic blasting the opposite sex, take clarity plus sincerity, then multiply that times New Roman, and to sum up the text, speak the truth that bounces around in your chest, and don't worry about death. This is a matter of death or death. You see, the assignments you release from your soul would be so bold that it brings a tear to that teenage girl's eye before she gets the abortion. And the portions of your metaphors could be that one driving force to stop that out-of-work father from taking his own life. So poets, what would you write if someone was standing behind you holding a knife to your throat? I doubt that you would devote half the time to compose half a line to criticize President Bush because now you're at a point where a shove comes a push. And when it comes to fatality, who cares about miscounted ballots in the South? See, the power of life or death is in your mouth. Realize that your existence is about much more than CD sales and slam scores. Take all of the strength and passion you can muster from within and release it through your pen. Because we'd all die eternally if our lives were rated on a scale of 1 to 10 and we receive a 9.9. .9. That's why if I recite and my mouth gets dry, I'd hock up blood plasma just so I could continue to spit it. And flow for those who will listen, whether they're straight or homosexual, ignorant and asleep or wide awake and intellectual like nocturnal 
crickets. I want to gather socialist black panthers, skinheads, rednecks, and bigots, and hang them all from branches of my poetry until they all choke off similes, perform Heimlich haiku, then embrace as a result of my spirituality. A H E E M Jamal is all I claim to be. And despite the struggle, I hope that out of my darkest days, at least one person will see light. So until I die, I will fervently write before I leave this literary legacy that documents the fullness of life. So I've gotten word that your pillows are printed with the stains of salted teardrops. That bad relationship pains with fear stops you from giving your heart to any man openly. But inside you're still hopelessly dying for a worthy recipient to resuscitate vivacity back into your social life. A champion in disguise, but one you can recognize by the characteristics that identifies him as a true friend, lover, and soulmate who will, without hesitation, reciprocate all of the emotion you've tried to bestow with blind eyes time after time. Because like the innocent who's been victimized by crime after crime, you've found yourself feeling abused by circumstances with no sign of justice. In the meantime, lust is shrewdly working inseparably with a villainous feeling of loneliness against you. A state of affairs that could easily convince you to modify your standards and settle for less. It's my only guess, judging by your condition, that you've become a damsel in distress. A damsel in distress, in need of rest from all of the drama of dealing with the chronic infidelity of what was intended to be a monogamous union. A situation that can certainly leave the establishment of trust damaged if not permanently ruined, a damsel in distress, in need of deliverance from the oppressing hands of violence and rejection, from the same hands that are expected to comfort, but instead permit terror and low self-esteem to hold you in domineering subjection, a damsel in distress, who's now haunted with the fact that man's meager affection generally tends to lead to his predictable expression of love, which is, in most cases, sex. As your so-called girlfriends endorse the myth that wealth acquits and corrects the wrong of his neglect. A damsel in distress by the issues of a man not wanting to possess or maintain employment. He would rather make his leisure and timeless enjoyment possible at your expense. But regardless to which of these may apply, just between you and I, my intuitive vision sees you entrapped by emotional confusion that even common sense is powerless against. But there's no need to fear, for what you need is here, and here to make the difference to defeat the evil nemesis of joy which is pain and help you regain like Stella your groove back by driving the misery of your blues back and like Eric Benet says, love the hurt away. All I'm saying is that perhaps you can use a hero to save the day. Part one. All right, all right. You're tuned in to Poetry After Dark, the original, and we are closing out for the night. So, I believe we had a great show. Under the circumstances, yeah, we had a prank call, but overall it was a great show. And it didn't ruin my mood like I thought it would, because I was really fucked the year. But, yeah, I calmed myself down. (laughs) 
But anyway, tune in Tuesday where we will feature 40 After Dark's early edition, but we have more exclusive tracks, the best music. You hear it here first. Um, poets out there, if you're out there recording, doing your thing, please email me, mp3 format to poetryafterdark at gmail.com. You want to get at me on Twitter, that's www.twitter.com forward slash B underscore poetess. Also on Facebook, it's under B Poetess. Search it, you'll come up as Deidre, and yeah, that's me right there. Um, check me out. Till the next time, guys, thank you all for coming out. Um, big, big shout-outs to um, Goddess Alexis and J. Mike and um, Honest Abe, who I didn't see come through. Um, the Diva Circle. Um, here's the last, and DM2 Koi, and uh, we got, oh, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce your name, let me try it, Teravia D, um, My Guy Golden Motif, and Blue, the Blue Magic Show, shout out to y'all, thank you for coming through. We also had Baby Girl, Jay Stay Smoked Out on YouTube, um, my dude, St. Clinton, thank you, sweetie, for always supporting me. A.P. Jonas, Jada Ray, Lyrical of Lyrical Disciples, Quiet Storm, A Spoken Word. Um, next time you come through, you need to speak. Thank you very much. W. Depp is holding down 24-7. Check him out at www.wdepp.com uh, where you will have his show 24-7. Anytime you want, he's there for you. And also, Robin, anyone I missed, um, I do apologize. I didn't see your face down there, so... Thank you for listening. Anyways, until the next time, guys. Peace. One love.
Say amen.